Welcome to Get Unstuck and Sexy podcast show with your host, B. Wright Jones. Sexy is the acronym for self-confidence, excitement, extra, and yes, I can. This podcast show will bring you encouragement, inspiration, and hope. Know that it's time to walk in your purpose with clarity, confidence, and power. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome, welcome to Get Unstuck and Sexy podcast show with your host, B. Wright. And I am so excited to be here today. And I wanted to let you know that uh, sexy is the acronym for self-confidence, excitement, extra, and yes, I can. So, so today's message is titled Waiting on God, Waiting on God. And our main scripture is coming from Isaiah 40 and 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Again, we're coming from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. So we're talking again about waiting on God. How many of you can agree with me when I say waiting on God sometimes can be so hard. It could be frustrating. It could be long. The season of waiting. I'm going to tell you something. There's some things that the Lord had placed in my heart, some promises that I'm still waiting to manifest in my life. And some of these promises are over 20 years old. That's a long time. But, you know, the word of God tells us that God's time is so different from our timing. Right. And I know a lot of times, you know, it can get frustrating. It can be hard. But we have to remember that the waiting is all a part of the process. And when I say it's all a part of the process, we have to know that, number one, it's not all just about us. Many times when we are destined for greatness or God has a plan and a purpose for our lives, it's not just about us. There are people also connected. So God is working things out in our lives, the people that are connected to it. It's a lot of things behind the scenes that we are not aware of. Then on top of that, God is working on our character. He's working, uh, building us up and preparing us so that we can be ready for those wonderful things that he has for us. Um, some, you know, if God gave us some things too soon, I mean, can you imagine, I mean, just not ready for it and just make a big mess out of everything. So we have to trust and believe 
that God is fully aware of everything. He sees everything. He's omniscient, omnipresent. He's all knowing. He knows when we're ready. And, you know, I'm guilty of this myself and I just have to put it out there. Some things we know that God wants us to let go of. But because we have formed habits and different things in our lives, some things we're holding on to, trying to let go of some things that we know would be better for us to do and God wants us to do. But we'll let it go for a minute and we'll pick some things back up. And that could be anything. That could be an attitude. That could be an addiction. That could be uh, certain people, you know, um, uh, it, it could be a number of things. But we have to realize that anything that God wants to remove from our lives is not to harm us, but it's to help us. And I know this, but there's still some areas in my life that I personally struggle with. And I said, Lord, you know, I know that some of these things I've been carrying, holding on to for a long time. And some things I've let go of just immediately. No issues. Gone. Okay, I'm done. But some things, you know, and we have to remember, some things are strongholds, right? So we have to continue to pray, to fast, to believe that those things can be broken off of our lives because we want God's best for our lives. We want his very best. We want to be in perfect peace. We want to be in good health. We want to live a life that's pleasing to God where he gets the glory. We don't want to be walking in fear and we don't want to be walking in sickness and we don't want to be walking uh, in a way that's not pleasing to God, that will bring shame, not, you know, to the name of Christ, but also to ourselves. Living a life that's not pleasing to God, sneaking and peeking and doing things, you know, that we shouldn't be doing. And, you know, God wants to bless us. He wants to bless us. But we have to learn how to wait on God. We have to learn how to wait on God. Do you know there's so many people in the Bible that believed God? They waited on God. They knew that God would come through for them. They knew it, but they waited on the Lord. Think about in the book of Daniel chapter 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were thrown in a fiery furnace. But what did they do? They didn't panic. They began to worship God. They began to praise God. And you looked at what they said in, in, the, in the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There were not only just three images. There was four images. Jesus was in there, in there with them. Rejoicing, rejoicing 
the flames that didn't even didn't even burn them. The heat didn't even harm them. You see, and I'm like, wow, that's so amazing. But not just that. Think about Paul and Silas. Uh, this was, uh, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think. This was in, I forget what book this was in. Oh, forgive me. But think about Paul and Silas. They were attacked. They were beaten and thrown in jail. And they believed God. They didn't give up their hope. They were in a bad situation. But what happened? They worshiped. They prayed. They believed. And they were set free. The walls began to fall. The chains came off. Everybody in the prison was set free. That's faith. That's waiting. And you think about it, waiting with a good attitude. And that's where I'm going to stop at right there. How are you waiting? How are you waiting on God? Are you waiting with a bad attitude? Are you waiting and complaining? Are you waiting and being nasty to everybody because you're frustrated and you're angry because it hasn't happened yet? How are you waiting? God is looking at our attitude, our demeanor, how we treat people, how we act while we're waiting. I, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. I'm, I, you know, we all mess up at times. But one thing, you know, I'm so grateful and I'm thankful about is I have a conscience and what I know that I have may have said something out of pocket to somebody or had a wrong attitude or something. I immediately I am convicted. I don't like to mistreat people. I don't like to act ugly. I don't like, you know, but we we have our moments. Everybody do, you know. But I will always go and I ask God to forgive me and I'll go back to the person, you know, and it's just something that I'm thankful that I'm aware of, you know, that my attitude is not always the way it should be. But I'm thankful that I get convicted right away. So God is looking at our attitude. He's looking at how we treat people. He's looking at how we're waiting. Are we mad at God? Are we angry? How how are we acting when other people are being blessed around us? Are we getting filled with jealousy and anger and bitterness? How are we? When other people are getting blessed and we're still waiting. God is watching all of that. And depending on how well we wait makes a difference on how long we're going to wait. Because one thing about God, he is so patient And he's not in a hurry. 
Because see, the Lord loves us and he wants us to be right. And he wants us to be ready. So how we wait makes a difference. And I have to find that. I, I do apologize because um, I'm, I'm, I'm always good with that, with scriptures. And um, let's see. Paul and Silas is in Acts. Thank you, Lord. Acts chapter 16. And when you get some time, read that story about Paul and Silas, how they were thrown into jail and um, how, how, how everything went in their favor. And, you know, it was just as an amazing story. So when you get some time, read that Acts chapter 16. But, you know, that also reminds me of Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, when we're going through and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. I want to say that again. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. God loves us. And he has some amazing plans for our life. And he wants to bless us. But we have to trust God. God moves by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. We have to believe that God is good and that he is going to fulfill the promises in our lives. We have to stand still and believe and know that God is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. We have to stand firm on the promises of God. While we are waiting, I want to share five things that we can do while we wait. Number one, make sure to forgive others quickly. Forgive others quickly. Don't be having attitudes with people. Don't be... Um, you know, bitter and angry with folks, forgive quickly while you're waiting on the Lord. Forgive others quickly. Number two, don't get offended easily. Don't get offended. That's one thing the enemy, I'm telling you, he will try to do is to keep us in offense. Don't let him do it. Don't get offended. Stay out of offense. It will still, and it creates a snare. 
Don't get offended. Number three, stay kind. Be kind to others. Be good to others. While you're waiting, be kind and good to others. Get your mind off yourself and find ways where you can be kind and bestow and show kindness to others. That's number three, to be kind. Number four, stay prayed up. Stay in prayer. Pray without ceasing. Don't let go. Press in and pray always. Stay faithful in prayer. That's number four. And number five, my last one. Always remain hopeful that God is going to move on your behalf. Don't ever lose hope. Don't ever lose hope. I really pray and hope that this message has encouraged you in some way. I know waiting can be frustrating. It can be hard. It can make you weary. It can make you sometimes doubt what God has said to you. But I'm here to tell you today, even while I'm still waiting on some things, that I'm not giving up hope. I'm holding on to the promises of God because I know God is good. I've seen God move in my life before, and I know that he's faithful. In spite of myself, God is faithful. He loves us, and he is going to do what he said he's going to do. But we have to learn how to wait on God's timing. That's the thing. We have to learn how to release control and trust the process. Trust what God is doing, knowing that he knows what's best. He's working things out. We don't see the whole picture. We have to stay in faith while we wait. Be encouraged, beloved. While you're waiting to not give up hope, to stay faithful to God, to stay in a place, in a, in a posture of, of prayer and in faith and believing and knowing that God is going to move on your behalf. Don't give up hope, beloved. Don't give up hope. God loves you. And I'm here today to tell you that he loves you. He cares about everything that concerns you. He doesn't want us to be filled with worry and fear and doubt. But he's moved by our faith in him that he loves us and that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. The enemy is the one that plants seeds of doubt and fear. But I'm here to tell you today that God is faithful. He's faithful.
faithful. So hold on, beloved. Hold on and believe and know that help is on the way. I was watching Joyce Meyer this earlier this week. And if you don't know her, I suggest that you Google her. Look her up. She is an amazing woman of God, preacher and teacher. And she was sharing her story. She'd been through so many things in life. She was molested by her father for so many years. And her mother knew about it. And her mother didn't help her. And oh my gosh, I mean, her story is just heart-wrenching. And she went through so much. But she knew, she said in her early days, that she would lay in her bed and she would say, one day I'm going to do something great. I'm going to do something great. Now she's preaching and teaching around the world. Oh my God, her story is so amazing. Please look her up if you're not familiar with her. So amazing. But she said something earlier this week when I watched her. And she said every day she wakes up and she says something good is going to happen for me today. She says this every day. And now I begin to say that every day. Wake up and say something good is going to happen for me today. Be encouraged, beloved. Know that God has a good plan for our lives. Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that he knows the thoughts that he has towards us. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us hope and a future. Wake up every day expecting something good to happen and speak it. Something good is going to happen for me today. For anyone that's out there that's listening and you have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I would like to invite you at this time to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Here at Get Unstuck and Sexy Podcast Show, we believe in the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And today I want to offer that gift of salvation through this prayer. And if you would repeat after me, Dear Lord, I confess my sins to you. I am a sinner. And I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. I ask that you come into my heart and that you save me. And I accept you today as Lord and Savior over my life. In Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you prayed that prayer, believe by faith and know that you are saved. I will continue to pray for you that God will do some amazing things in your life. Keep the faith always, beloved. I thank you for listening today. And I want to remind each and every one of you to always keep looking up. Thank you for joining me. Be blessed and always remember that God loves you with an everlasting love. Be blessed, beloved.